0: The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, a reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always, without becoming weary. He said, there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being, and a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought. While it is true that I neither fear God, nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a justice decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, pay attention to what the dishonest judge said. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones, who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord.
1: One day, two seminarians were working out in the seminary gym when one of them noticed his friend was struggling to lift some particularly heavy weights, so he rushed over to help him. And as they finally racked the weights, he laughed and said to him, bro, do you even lift? And his friend fired back, bro, you know, I lift my mind and my heart to the living God. Okay, no one said seminary jokes were good jokes. (laughs) But that's not a bad definition of prayer we lift our mind and our heart to the living God. We lift up our mind to God as we think about God, as we read his word in the Holy Scriptures, we meditate on his life, and we lift up our hearts to God in prayer as we talk to him. We pour out our feelings to him, expose our memories, our fears, our desires, the truth of our heart, and as we listen for his response. But like the seminarian in the gym, To lift anything up, we need a certain amount of strength, and we know from experience that our strength is not consistent. The more we lift, yeah, the stronger we get, but we also get tired. Even Moses' hands grew tired. In today's first reading, the Lord said, as long as you hold up your arms, then Joshua will triumph in the battle. But as his arms began to grow weary, the tide of the battle turned. And the enemy began to have the victory. And so it seems that the Lord asks something virtually impossible of us in today's gospel. Pray always without becoming weary. Sounds a lot like lift always, hold your hands up always, without getting tired or taking a break. Really? If we're thinking of prayer this way, we run the risk of falling into despair as we try again and again to live up to this impossible standard and continually fail to hit the mark. But dear friends, Jesus does not ask the impossible. When it seems like he does, we need to check our assumptions. The one mistaken assumption that we might have about prayer is that prayer is a solo activity. Like the seminarians in the gym, we never lift alone. When Moses' hands grew tired, his friends Aaron and Hur were there at his right side and at his left to support him and to hold his hands up. And likewise, our prayer is never just me and Jesus. As some of our brothers and sisters in Christ like to say, even when we're praying in the privacy of our own rooms or in some other secluded place, we are praying, just as we are today, in community. We are praying with friends. This community of friends is called the Church, and it includes all of us here on Earth who are disciples of Jesus, all the saints in heaven who have gone before us, his disciples from ages past who have already won the victory, and even those souls in purgatory, including perhaps some of our loved ones who have died before us, who are being purified for their final entrance into heavenly glory. The church militant, the church on earth engaged in battle, you and me. The church triumphant, the saints in heaven. And the church suffering, the souls in purgatory being purified. And it's not just us human beings either. The church also includes the angels, our guardian angels, as each one of us has. An angel always present with us, a faithful guide, guardian of our souls and bodies, watching over us and defending us. And then all the choirs, the ranks of the heavenly host who are continually glorifying and adoring the most holy God. And so therefore, when Jesus says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. His promise means this. Whenever we go to pray, we stand in the midst of the invisible church, the communion of all the saints, and there he is, the high king of heaven, enthroned in the midst of his court. Friends, there will be times when we get tired of prayer. When I was ordained as a deacon, I promised to pray five times a day, every day. And let me tell you, there are days I don't want to. There are days when I'm tired, when my strength is weak, and my mind and my heart feel quite heavy and hard to live. But that's not only natural. It's good. Our human limitations remind us that none of us is self-sufficient. Me and Jesus just isn't enough. We need the church. We need each other to live the Christian life and to make it to heaven. And so today, Holy Spirit, I ask you to bring to the mind of each one of us here present one friend, one person who we can rely on, to hold up our hands when they get tired, to support us in prayer when we need the help. This might be a person on earth, a saint in heaven, a guardian angel, even a soul in purgatory. And If nobody comes to mind, ask Jesus now to introduce you to one of his friends. He likes nothing better than introducing his friends to each other. As we receive Holy Communion today, offer your communion for that friend whether you know them yet or not, giving thanks to God in advance for them and praying for their intentions. And this week, invite that person, whether it be a saint in heaven, a guardian angel, or a person you know by name on earth, invite them to make a commitment with you to pray and reach out to them when you need the help. This can be especially hard for us men, but believe me, brothers, we need it just as much as you need a spotter in the gym. Your commitment might be as simple as offering a weekly rosary for one another's intentions, gathering together once a week perhaps to read the scriptures and pray, or even remembering them on Sundays at Holy Mass, just as you are today when you receive Jesus in the Eucharist. If we want to have good friends, be a good friend. Pray for your friends when they're on the cross, when their arms are aching, and allow their prayer to support you when you are tired and weak. And Christ, our true friend who is in our midst, with the Father and the Holy Spirit and all the Host of heaven, will hear and answer our prayers always, now and forever, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.